0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.
1: Well, it's not Richard Franzi. It's Paul Roberts, who normally sits here silent and engineers the show and helps produce it. But today, uh, Rick is in Jamaica. He's all the way in Jamaica. He's on vacation, and he asked me to fill in uh, as we had uh, set this interview today, and we did not want to cancel it. With our next guest here, who happens to be a LinkedIn trainer. Boy, isn't that something we all need. I, I, I tend to think that LinkedIn has so much more potential than I give it here, and I can't wait to talk to Rhonda Shear. Is it Shear? Sure. Sure. Rhonda Sure. All right. I should have known. <laughs> Rhonda Sure. Sure. That's how she says it. Rhonda Sure, LinkedIn trainer, speaker, coach. Welcome to Critical Mass for Business radio show.
0: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
1: As you know, Rick, who normally hosts this, is out of town. He's actually in Jamaica. I can't feel too bad for him. So rather than <laughs> cancel the show and rerun it, he asked me, the producer, to step in and and uh, ask the questions and find out more about it. So Tell us, Rhonda, how in the world did you become a LinkedIn trainer?
0: Well, I was actually one of the early um, users of LinkedIn, and I had written a book on business networking back in 2005 and found when LinkedIn came about that it was the perfect platform to take your your offline relationships online. Because LinkedIn is really the only business platform where you can create those relationships online and take them offline.
1: LinkedIn has become the number one business networking platform. But it didn't start out to be that. It really was just a way to get a job, wasn't it? To to link in and find it. They still seem to emphasize that job search part of it. I don't know that that's its biggest component anymore.
0: It's a large component, but it's also—I don't know if you—you you have heard—but Microsoft actually just um, bought LinkedIn. Yes, I did. Yeah, billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. and
1: people and, are wondering how they're going to integrate that into Office and other sorts of things. Will this become like YouTube, uh, something that's worked into everything, or is this still going to just be a standalone networking platform?
0: And I guess we just have to wait and see with what's going to happen. But in terms of being other than a job-speaking platform, it's actually a really powerful platform for people to create relationships, to get referrals, to find clients. And what I think most people don't even realize is it's the one-stop shop. It's where you can put your background, your summary, your testimonials, Mm -hmm. your white papers. It's just about anything that you want to showcase. Samples, examples
1: of what you've done, awards, whatnot, yeah.
0: Absolutely, because if you Google yourself and you're on LinkedIn, there's a better than 70% chance that your LinkedIn profile will show up on the first page of Google. Really?
1: Wow. Okay, so we all know it's powerful. The whole business world is fascinated, like I am, with LinkedIn, but how Can I master this? How do I use it to grow my network and create contacts that count, that mean something, and not just a bunch of likes on Facebook?
0: (laughs) It's a great question, Paul. And the first thing is you want to make sure that your profile really is complete. What most people leave out of their profile is a heading. They leave out a summary which actually says who they are, the problems they solve, Mm. why they're unique,
1: I didn't even know you could do that. I thought it's just your name and your title.
0: Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. You know, in fact, you can put in your summary and say, I could tell you what my clients think about me, but click below and hear for yourself. And you can do an audio-video testimonial that you upload to YouTube or you can use a professional service to do it. Mm -hmm. Amazing the power of what somebody else says about you and that's where you can showcase it
1: I didn't know in your profile that you could put embed audio or video into that Absolutely. or link to it yeah
0: in fact you could even put that into Pulse articles when you're writing articles on LinkedIn
1: I've seen that now have... we do that for the station where we have an interesting show and we'll actually put that up We have I think you have to put it on SoundCloud first or someplace like that and then you link to it
0: yeah and it's, it's amazing how powerful video is and using it on LinkedIn. So absolutely a great place to create relationships.
1: All right, so do a better profile. Don't just put your name and your title on there. Okay, what else can we do to master this here?
0: You actually can optimize your profile. You can use keywords so that if somebody is looking for you, they can actually find you using the keywords. And what most people don't, do is so on the heading where most people just put their first and last name a little tip is you can put your first name space last name in the box where your first name goes and then in the second box where you would put your last name in quotations put the title that people would actually go and look for you with so if they were looking for me it might have quotations and then it would say linked in How
1: about that? And that
0: would appear right there. And so I've pushed myself up in the search engine to be found faster than somebody else
1: would. That is so clever. Why has nobody ever done that? I've seen tons of LinkedIn profiles. Nobody's ever done what you just said. How did you discover this? Just by accident or by experimentation?
0: Well, I do a lot of profiles for people, so I've learned just by doing. And I'll tell you another one that's a really cool little secret. Okay. You know, when you Google yourself... And your LinkedIn profile comes up.
1: I always feel embarrassed when I Google myself, but I do Google myself from time to time here. I feel kind of like, oh, my God, somebody's going to see me doing this. But, yeah, you want to see what comes up.
0: <laughs> you do. And you'll notice that often the picture comes up. So what I do for a lot of my clients is I actually have the picture Photoshopped with either their website or their phone number. <laughs> oh. because Basically, it makes it so easy for somebody to find you. Why you not? I but it sure is a sneaky way to make somebody to make it easy for somebody to find you.
1: So this is what you do for people? Do they pay you to do this? Do you just talk about yeah, it? Or do you actually get hired to do it?
0: That, you know, really funny. For so many years when I was speaking... To groups i'd always say i had the best job in the world i get paid to speak and i have two kids who don't listen and, <laughs> yeah. and so when it comes to linkedin yes i do profiles for people i call it the once and done and then i train people how to actually use linkedin so that they can create relationships that will turn into revenue how do you get your profile to profit
1: how do you get yourself seen as an expert we certainly are big believers here that Doing a radio show, writing a blog, doing something that positions you as a thought leader. Even if you don't know everything about the subject, you're going out and talking to everybody who does. You're interviewing, you're gathering, you're the reporter covering this beat. So what other things can you do on LinkedIn to establish expertise?
0: Well, if you've written a book, and we know that Rick's written a book, right? You written a book, you yeah. Wanna sure, you want to make sure that you actually have a photo of your book. You might even give somebody a link to the first chapter mm. of your book. Um, SlideShare is another really great tool that you can put on LinkedIn. So if you've done a great webinar or a PowerPoint presentation using SlideShare, you can put that on LinkedIn. That's
1: a good thought. Yeah, okay.
0: So it's all about really enhancing your expertise. And what one of the tools that I find for my clients to be very helpful is to create an expert audio video of an introduction of who they are. So if you wanted to recommend wow. somebody, you could literally just grab that and send it. And it's basically 90 seconds of saying, this is who I am. These are the three most common questions that I get asked, and this is what I do. And basically, you have your contact information.
1: How important in that video is it to say not just who you are, but what you do? Is that is there a difference in Talk about that. It's
0: critical, yes. It's a great question because really people want to know what can you do for me. So what you do... Yeah, it
1: might be great. Oh, so you do this and you do this. Oh, that's fascinating. What does that have to do with my life? How are you going to help me?
0: Exactly. So you're telling them the three problems that you solve or the three most common questions that you are asked in that. And it's actually, most people are pretty shy about video, so it's an audio, but what you do is you actually have a business card or maybe a slideshow. I use a company called Viral Marketing to do it for me. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot, of, you know, and and it's amazing how powerful that is because when somebody hears your voice or actually sees your picture with a business card, they feel like they know you.
1: It's the truth, you know. We all I, we talk about this a lot in, in, in here at the station and in all the things other people that come and talk about this today we're all going to google you first even if you i even if you have recommended here's my accountant go talk to my accountant paul i'm not just going to call them up anymore i'm going to go check them out and they got to pass what i call the sniff test and that means i got to see them hear them get some sense read reviews about them see what others have said and the more i can see them before i meet them the more i can judge Oh, I don't want to talk to that person. Oh, my God, he's an idiot. Or he talks like, uh, he's, uh, I don't like this person. Or I do like this person. And people don't realize that if it just has a curriculum vitae, if it just has written information about you, they get no sense of who you are, your character, your humor, your intelligence. None of that do they sense from just the fact of where you studied and how long you worked somewhere.
0: That's so true. And what most people neglect to put on their LinkedIn profile are their interests. Mm. And you'd say, "Well, why would I want to put my interests?" Why?
1: Yeah, right. I, I'm not. This isn't a dating site. I'm not looking for people right. who like to go to movies or whatever.
0: But imagine, you know, if you liked wine tasting or golf or travel or a particular type of sport, right? You could reach out to somebody that you don't know, even though your mother told you not to talk to strangers. <laughs> believe that you should. (laughs) And you could send somebody an invitation. So I might find your profile send you an invitation that would say Paul came across your profile notice that we both share an interest in XYZ we have several common connections I'd love to know how I can be a resource with for you and connect with you on LinkedIn and I send that off now if you look at my profile when you click on it and it looks like a CVS receipt you know you go to the drugstore CVS <laughs> and
1: CVS right right
0: you're going to look at it and say oh okay so this person really does You know, she's real. She has qualifications. You get to accept my invitation. And then I'm going to actually send you a thank you for accepting it and take it to the next level. It might be a phone call. It might be, you know, a request to have a cup of coffee. Or maybe it's an invitation to come to some event if I know we share a common interest. Right. But it's a way to start the dance because putting your interest there, and you can search that way that's the thing that makes lincoln so powerful
1: all right well let's get into all that and more we're going to give you some more tips folks get turn over the pad get another piece of paper because we got more coming your way right after we have this word from our sponsors higher okay we're back and we're talking with Rhonda. and is it sure sure sure. I, sure okay sure i got it right okay <laughs> um we got about 10 minutes left i want to spend the first couple minutes give us some more tips you, you, i know you're pouring this all out and I, I know you don't want to give away all the secret sauce this is what she does for a living folks so this is just a sample of what she can do for you but give us a couple other tips here
0: so another tip that i would share is to know how to use your privacy settings. And oftentimes the question that I get asked is, should I accept somebody's invitation if I don't know them? Or what if they're in the same field as me? Mm And with realtors, that comes up quite a bit. And so knowing how to use your privacy settings is very, very important. And also when you're searching, that's really important.
1: Talk about searching. I I, I didn't know that somebody told me this. I guess I didn't really understand. I never... Search in LinkedIn, but you can actually, in some section of it, search for all the HR directors in Orange County, for example.
0: You you absolutely can. You can search for just about anything that you want. And even though LinkedIn gives you a certain number of searches with the free membership, there are lots of workarounds where you never really have to pay for LinkedIn, and you can do these searches and save them. There are many uh, programs that I use that actually are shortcuts. So it makes it very, very easy to never, ever lack for a pipeline of qualified prospects.
1: And do you recommend that people go for the paid version or just stick with the free version? I've never decided what the real advantage is of the paid version other than you get
0: more info. The
1: advantage to the paid
0: version, two advantages. One is if you are regularly posting on Pulse. Right. And you want to know who's looking at what you've written, who's sharing it, liking it. The only way you're going to find that out is with the paid version. Got it. The other advantage is if you're in a sales position, sales navigator, which has a learning curve to it, but it really is an amazing tool. So those are the two reasons that I recommend that people use the paid version. And I, I always say take a test drive. They give you 30 days. Mm, okay, so Try it for 29 days. If you like it, keep it. If not, cancel it.
1: So we all have the same challenge, networking. It's the number one buzzword in business. And it's the one thing that most of us go, yuck, I hate it. I'm so tired of going to networking events. I'm so tired of endless coffee invitations that lead nowhere. How do I take the work out of networking and as you say, convert contacts into contracts.
0: Well, first of all, you have to know where you're going to be networking. So you want to be networking in the right pool. And
1: just don't uh, randomly uh, go up and down the street and say, I'm here. Come and, meet me.
0: Or, you know, at a chamber event, you don't want to be the person that's handing out your business yeah, to right. everybody because they're just going to turn into bookmarks. Right. But if you know where your target market is and who they are That's where you want to be, and a great way to tie LinkedIn to it is to say, you know, I'd love to invite you to be part of my LinkedIn network. Can I send you an invitation? And they'll either say, I don't even know what LinkedIn is, or that would be great. So you can integrate the online and offline, but you want to know when you're networking, is your target market likely to be where you're going? A chamber of commerce is going to have everybody. If you're ideal client happens to be a real estate agent, you know where you need to be. It's going to be at the Board of Realtors. It's going to be at some sort of association meeting. So you want to go where your clients are. Yeah,
1: and if you're trying to go after CEOs of a Fortune 100 company, it's probably not at the local chamber mixer. Maybe, probably but not. probably not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so if find out, focus, and then how do I use LinkedIn to uh, link in with these people? Is it just, I just stalk them and approach them? Do I... <laughs> <laughs> go through this whole idea of you ask somebody to introduce you uh, does that really work i don't know if that i buy that
0: it, uh, well here's the challenge with that most people do not know their connections yeah
1: i've had people around. say i see you know this person would you introduce me i'm going i don't even know why i know that person they just requested to link in and i said yes
0: exactly but what you can do, actually, is you can use Google to tell you more about somebody and then go back over to LinkedIn. One of the things that most people don't do, and is the most effective, is actually using the phone. I will call
1: people. <laughs> what? The phone? Does that, that still work? I thought they cut that it's off. A huh?
0: app. It's a new app. It's a
1: new app on my smartphone. It's called the exactly.
0: phone. And when you call somebody and say, I found you on LinkedIn, and then say, I'm not calling to sell you anything because nobody
1: wants to be sold no not today's world but
0: you may have a resource that you want to recommend to them
1: all right so, so uh, we're focusing in and then we're trying to find people and link with them how do you feel about this is just i'm i'm, I'm picking your brain this is my therapy session here uh, these are questions i've asked myself should i be an open networker should i take every invitation say what the heck you want to link in with me go for it or should i be selective
0: Here's the rule that I have, and this is what I recommend. Because
1: I take them all, and my friends say, oh, you're an idiot. I only take people I know and that's really going to be useful. I say, well, I don't know if they're going to be useful or not. They they reached out to me. What the heck? I I lose nothing by linking in with them.
0: Well, you want to make sure, number one, you look at their profile. LinkedIn makes it a little bit challenging because you don't even see the invitation unless you click on the little quotation mark. Right. But if they have a picture... They're not from some strange foreign country. (laughs) They actually have a profile that is pretty much filled out. And it looks like somebody that you may want to know, I would accept it. I use the rule, would you invite them in your living room or would you ask them to stay on the the back porch? Mm. If they're going to be on the back porch, I wouldn't accept them.
1: Okay. And then what do I do with them? I have right now, because we're a radio station, we have five Thousand people in our LinkedIn group, and I never reach out to. It's just constantly people saying, "Link in with me, link in with me." Ninety percent of them want to have coffee with me. I would, I'd be drowning in coffee if I did that. So I just link in with them, and then I wonder what should I do with this group of people now.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. Sure. Have you ever taken that list and exported it into an Excel spreadsheet? Because these are people that have said they want to connect with you, right. not spam, and then invited them to get your newsletter or some special offer that you have because Mm. the money is in the list they say size doesn't matter but when it comes to a list it It does matters yeah so when you're accepting that and you have your privacy settings done correctly you can use that list of people to actually share your expertise um, you know start sharing articles and connecting with them outside of LinkedIn because you're able to get their actual email addresses when you export that.
1: Didn't know, so I can export it into. I just export it as what a CSV file or yeah, something. A
0: CSV file. You bet.
1: And then that and goes in any contact it, so manager, and I can use that to s- put it in constant contact and send them something. But wouldn't that be yeah, so wouldn't that be nasty of me to presuppose that just because we're LinkedIn now, you're going to get something from me in return? I'm,
0: well, the way that I do it is I basically invite them to you know get the information and give them an option to opt out. But if you're connected through LinkedIn. It's not a spam. It's actually somebody that has connected with you. Yeah. You've either extended the invitation, or they've invited you. So they can always opt out.
1: All right, Rick's two favorite questions. I always have to get in this. You started this business. It doesn't sound like there's probably a lot of people doing what you're doing here, or or if they're doing it, they're not doing it as well as you're doing it. What was? Hard? Well, give us a painful lesson of setting this business up. You and what did you do before this?
0: Prior to this, I was a serial entrepreneur. Actually, <laughs> um, I.
1: That always sounds like serial I, murder to me or something. Here, uh,
0: <laughs> Well, I'd written three books, and I'd been on the speaking circuit and um, also had a background in law. I was paralegal, and I was a divorce mediator. So I've done a lot of different things, which has helped me to help many people. Because Found
1: really, this niche, said, I'm going to build a business around it. What was hard in doing that? Um, Getting people to understand what it is you did, probably, even, or, yeah, it wasn't something yeah, they were that looking was for. Probably
0: the hardest thing, and it was before. I mean, I'm dating myself, but you know, it was pretty much before the internet. Oh, wow! So, because I've been doing this for a very long time, and I think the biggest challenge was get, getting people to understand how important networking is and how important LinkedIn is as a platform to be seen, because that's really your virtual business card. It's the first impression that anybody's going to have of you. It once really you is. Googled.
1: And I find that Googling isn't as is effective if I really want to meet, or if somebody reaches out to me and I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to have a meeting with them, I go to LinkedIn, I learn more about their business life. I don't go to Facebook, I don't go to Twitter. Right. I really learn in a, in a quick overview who they are, a snapshot, and I decide from that whether or not I should pursue meeting them.
0: Absolutely. And there's also a place for personal details on LinkedIn. And the only thing you can put there is your birthday and your marital status. Mm -hmm. So what I recommend to people is that they put just the day and the month of their birth, because you're either going to be too old or too young.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: if you put your birthday there and you Google if you were born on this day, there's about a 95% chance that you're going to know a whole lot about that person just from their birth
1: hmm. How, crazy. Amazing, How huh? crazy is that? All right, and then uh, what do you see the opportunity? This is wide open. LinkedIn's only going to get bigger now that Microsoft bought it here.
0: It is only going to get bigger. And what I tell people is if you do not have a LinkedIn profile that you would do business with yourself after hmm. looking at it, take it down. Either yeah. fix it or take it down. Because that first seven seconds when somebody looks at your profile, if that photo it's a selfie that looked like it belonged on Match.com. You've lost
1: them. So many of them do that. Why did they do that? I look at these, and I'm sorry, it seems to be more women. Maybe this is just my impression. But they look like they're trying to be get a date rather than professional women here. They've got this, you know, yeah. look on this come hither, and they're the, it's pulled off their shoulder or something. I say, why are you putting this here?
0: And I think part of it is that nobody really educates people on how to use LinkedIn. It is so powerful if you know how to use it. And you really can. Never leave your house and have an endless supply of qualified referrals and prospects. It's amazing how it really does work. But if you have the wrong picture, the wrong headline, um, and a summary that doesn't speak to, it's in third person, it doesn't tell anybody anything, And the contact information is missing. You cannot imagine how many LinkedIn profiles I look at. And there's no way that I could find this person's phone number or email anywhere, even if I'm connected.
1: Crazy. All right, so that's why you exist. Tell us how to reach you, how do they find you, and how do they link in with you?
0: So I have a free report you can get at profile2toprofit.com. Or they can email me at LinkedInDiva at (laughs) Gmail. LinkedIn
1: Diva, of course.
0: Yeah, the LinkedIn Diva, right? The LinkedIn Diva. Um, (laughs) And then the phone number, if they want to call me directly, is 760-515-2822.
1: Well, I hope you'll come back from time to time and give us some more tips. We're all trying to figure out how to use this resource. As I said, in my own personal business, where I have 5,000 people who've linked in with me, and I look at it and I say, somewhere in there is something I'm missing. I don't do anything with it. I don't reach out to them. They, they linked in with me, and I don't know what to do with them. I don't. Once we're linked in, I don't know what to do with it.
0: Well, I always tell people if you're not LinkedIn, you'll be left out. But I'd like to be 5001 <laughs> so we can be connected. All
1: right, can good. We well, all do right. have
0: connection request?
1: Yeah, please send me one. Uh, uh, Paul Roberts at octalkradio, uh, dot net here.
0: Perfect. Uh, I will absolutely do that. And I'll let you know how, what your profile looks yeah, like.
1: Yeah, please. And that. just say, okay, wow, no wonder everybody wants to link in with you or whatever. <laughs> no, I have no idea why they link in with you. It's a mystery to me. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm happy to do that, and I'll give you a little you know, snapshot. I do that for people. I'll tell them, you know, this is what I would change, this is what I would keep, and this is why it's working for you or not working.
1: Yeah, good. All right, well, it's a question, again, not just building the list. It's what to do with the list. That's where I struggle. I don't know what to do with these people. I don't know how to affect them. I don't want to just put them on a spam list and send them tons of stuff, nor do I want to have coffee with all of them. You know, there's just not there time are and day.
0: resources that you could share with them, are there not? Probably a lot of really great resources that you could share. And so I would just add them to your list and yeah. give them the option to opt out. I
1: have found LinkedIn Pulse does work, that, that posting. So oh, we yeah. post shows up there all the time, and I found that you can attach audio to it, which I didn't know at first. And we'll get hundred two hundred three hundred people will listen to something so above and beyond whatever else we we'll are doing, we'll pick out a show and two three hundred people will do this in fact i should put this one on there too and we'll spread it out to the world here because it they they, they look through it and then they react to it and share it and some of them write back and so that is a you've created an audience for what it is you want to say here so
0: that's exactly right it's a very powerful medium and it's just going to get stronger
1: well i just think they should get out of the idea it was just supposed to be a job search site kind of you can link in and so much of it is still about who's looking for work and here's my resume and hire me and i think it's moved beyond that it is much more of a networking site to me and much less of a place to hire people or find candidates
0: absolutely and and there's two ways that it's used. It's either used for your credibility or it's actually used so that you can find those referral partners, those clients, those prospects. Um, or you may just want to put it up there and just have it there so that if somebody does check you out, you the only reason they won't do business with you is they don't like you.
1: <laughs> well, we like you and we like that you came out and told us all this, and we <laughs> hope you'll come back and tell us more. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Right. Thank you. Right.
0: Okay.